Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White. Welcome to the show, everyone. We're here this week with uh, with an unusual uh, topic regarding universal design. We're here with a guest, Rosemary Rosetta. Rosemary, how are you? Fine. How are you, Byron? Thank you very much. Fine, thank you, and thank you for being on the show today. Let me give a brief introduction for uh, what we're going to be chatting about today, and we're uh, we're honored to have you here. Um, uh, in general. As you might have listened in to some of our shows, those of you that are out there, I'm very, very, I'm, I'm trying to go green in 2008 here, among other things, and try to help uh, help the planet be a better place and help our listeners get educated about um, some interesting topics related to green living and, and also the topic today of universal design and green living. Tell us a little bit about the the, the project that you're working on now. Um, and uh, and what what your goals are and and how you're dovetailing what you're doing into some promotion which is which is exciting as well. Well, we are building a national demonstration home in Columbus, Ohio. We call it the Universal Design Living Laboratory, and its mission is to bring about awareness of the quality of indoor and outdoor lifestyle through universal design, green building, through safety, and healthy home construction practices. It's aimed at the public and the construction as well as the design industries. This uh, project will start construction on May 1st of this year, and we expect it will take about a year to complete. We uh, certainly have a lot of interest nationally as well as internationally, and it is becoming uh, an increasingly more popular uh, merge of green building with universal design construction. Now, the roster of people involved in this project is really quite interesting. Um, we've got, uh, you know, anything from water garden designers to feng shui design consultants, um, interesting lighting designers and engineers. Um, this is really quite an undertaking here. What, tell us a little bit about how this all came about and, and what is going to be the purpose of this home? Is it going to be a tourist attraction, or are you going to physically live in this home, or to tell me tell me what's going on? All of the above. It is going to be open for tours to the public upon completion for the first month. Uh, Mark and I will not be living in it at that point to allow the public in, the building community, the um, design community, the architectural community, and all proceeds from ticket sales will benefit spinal cord research at The Ohio State University. Then Mark and I will live in the home and offer it available for tours by appointment. It is a home certainly that can be toured from anywhere in the world by the Internet. So our website is udll.com, and people can start going to that site and seeing the architectural renderings and understanding the nature of the products that are going to be in it and all the features uh, related to universal design and green building. I'm sure this this project has been something that you've been personally interested in. I wanted our guests to know that you've you've had a life changing injury yourself, and you've become a strong advocate for accessibility and adaptability and empowerment of of people. Tell us a little bit about your personal involvement with with this project and how this is helping you have a have a, have a voice of of betterment. 
Well, the house has a story behind it, and, and it came from a point of accident. Everyone has a transition and turning point in their life when suddenly uh, uh, life takes a new direction. And for me, I was suddenly thrown for a curve nine years ago. It was June 13th of 98 while riding my bicycle on our wedding anniversary on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Suddenly a three-and-a-half-ton tree came crashing down on me and left me paralyzed from the waist down. Um, that that was the event, the single event that changed my life forever. Um, I use a wheelchair for mobility, and you could quite imagine what that is like in a life-changing event with a spinal cord injury. Uh, coming home to a two-story home that we had built three years previous, uh, suddenly my um, dream home turned into a nightmare, not being able to access half of my house because of steps and having to make a tremendous amount of investment to just make this house approachable and visitable, let alone livable, um, for these last nine years. It's been a frustrating experience. And this project started in a, in a capsule. When I came home from the hospital, we realized we're going to need a new house someday. And the reality was um, evident then four years ago when we started the actual planning for this new home. Hmm. Well, you've really done remarkable things since that accident, and then I just wanted the readers to understand some of what your milestones have been, but I know that you're an author of a monthly syndicate column um, that exceeds about 53,000 people. Um, you've written more than 100 essays and articles, and you've published a book, Take Back Your Life and the Healthy Indoor Plant, a um, couple of books, and um, you were Ms. Wheelchair, Ohio, 2004, which is fascinating. I'd like to know more about that. That's really interesting. Um, and just on and on and on. I mean, you've really done remarkable things with your life here. I want to dive into the project, but tell me through all of this, you know, uh, you know, what stands out in your mind? What this is a life-changing event. I can't, you know, maybe bring us into your world here for a minute and and try to express to us what what, what has been so motivating you to 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 do all these fabulous things. Well, the motivation is I know there's a better way, and I'd like to help free people to make them independent in their own homes so that people with disabilities as well as people without disabilities understand that sometimes a home is a limiting factor and it becomes our disability because of the situation that we face. Um, this house is not just for people with disabilities. It is universal design. It is a design that is human-centered, accommodating people of all sizes, ages, and abilities. So the motivating factor is I know that there's a better way to design homes. And I know the current situation of aging of America is such that these homes that we currently live in, the conventional design, are going to limit us and make us unsafe and dependent upon other people. I'd like to change that so we can stay in our homes longer and not have to go to an institution where caretakers have to be there for us at another facility. Let's stay in our homes longer. Tell us some of the distinguishing characteristics of, of the overall design. How are particular rooms designed differently? What's poor about our existing structure, uh, structures and homes in general that you've tried to focus in on improving? Well, we first look at how to get into the home. As we all look at our existing homes, can we roll in from a wheelchair perspective? Could we bring in a stroller? Could we bring in rolling luggage or our golf carts 
into the home. And quite frankly, the population of housing today does not allow that. And I'd like to see more housing so that at least one entrance is visible, and that means there's not a steep ramp. It is just flush with the grade or a very small, inobtrusive ramp, and that the doorways are wide enough, maybe 36 inches, to accommodate someone that needs a little more space to come in. So that's one of the first things people will notice about the design when they look at the architect's rendering on our website is this house is at grade level. There is no ugly-looking ramp that just shouts, there's a wheelchair person living here. (laughs) You want to eliminate that stigmatism that a person in a wheelchair who's living here, dependent or independent, is in this home. Let's make these houses just the right design and be beautiful, uh, and everyone will understand as they go into the house what makes this more spacious. We Mm -hmm. certainly take a little more time in the kitchen and the bathroom, and there are some particular pieces of the features that make this thing high performance, high efficiency for all people. Hmm. What what kind of um, costs are involved in in, uh, in 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 migrating an existing house over to uh, uh, you know a, a more amiable and workable and functional uh, environment? I know every you home at that. is going to be different as it's yeah. modified. Um, and the cost of renovating homes, of course, is uh, of great significance in today's market. So the cost to remodel homes, to make doorways wider, to make thresholds level, um, oftentimes is a, an investment that one needs to look at. Should I change residences or spend the money to retrofit an existing home? Mm-hmm. So my premonition is if we were to build homes right the first time, and design them with universal design, we wouldn't need to spend money to remodel them later to make accommodations for people. Let's talk about some particular rooms. Um, You wrote an article on simple steps to make your bathroom wheelchair accessible, right? What, What... you know, how can you take some rooms in your house, kitchens, bathrooms? I mean, how hard is it to to enable your, your living environment? Well, certainly a person needs an expert to work with them to know what dimensions and heights and reaches. The individual living in the home will all have their unique qualities in terms of how far they can reach and how tall they are. And so as you're working with a a professional that might be a certified aging in place specialist through the National Association of Home Builders, there are remodelers with those designations. And there are kitchen and bath specialists out there who are also very capable in universal design. We selected Mary Jo Peterson to work with us, and that was the right decision, to work with someone who really knew universal design in terms of products on the market and what height the counters should be, what height the appliances should be, and what types of hardware we need on the cabinets as well as on the faucets. Hmm. And and are there some quick, by the way, are there websites out there that you feel are good resources for people that want to, that are building houses and or want to uh, learn more about these industry standards? There are, and I could certainly guide any of the listeners to the UDLL website and click on any of the conference handouts. In the back of those conference handouts, I list lots and lots of 
websites and resources and books on the topic. So they will be overwhelmed with reading material. The Internet, of course, you can Google and uh, use the term universal design and be amazed at the North Carolina Center for Universal Design as mm-hmm. well as the many others around the country. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll have some more uh, challenging questions for you for people very interested and fascinated in this marketplace. We'll take a break, everyone. We'll be right back at you. Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm wants to give you the market edge. Join host Larry Weber as he speaks to the innovators and trendsetters who are taking us to a new age of social media, e-communities, and the blogosphere. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand after the show inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Rosemary Rossetti. Thank you for being here again, Rosemary. Um, Let's dive into some interesting questions, and that is, with regards to the concept of universal design itself, is that a uh, a name that is uh, that is typically associated with what you're focusing in on? Universal design would seem to have a lot of applications, but I just did a Google search for it, for example, and it does seem like it's sort of a, a standard, if you will, um, for overall home design. But does it, does it apply to, you know, to a particular niche, or or, uh, or can somebody find out more information just by doing searches on universal design? Universal design is the um, premier choice, I think, for a search. Um, mm. You can also use terms like accessible design. You will find uh, things about accessibility. Mm-hmm. You will certainly notice that universal design is about product design also. It's about mm-hmm. um, things in the uh, appliance industry as well as um, things that you use in the kitchen. Those are universal design in terms mm-hmm. of the grip and, and the ease for somebody with arthritis to work with it and someone with limited vision to use it and the intuitive nature. There are seven principles of universal design that I outline in some of the articles on my website that people can explore more thoroughly. But it is a concept, um, and I think those are the terms that are going to get the, the most uh, value for people doing searches. Hmm. 
Um, tell us a little bit about the return and the investment from a builder's perspective on uh, on building in features of universal design into the into the projects that they're working on. Does it make your house more valuable? Absolutely, that is the key piece. And value, value, value is overall uh, a one wonderful marketing tool for any builder to build that in as they look at the features that are standard or upgradable features. I mean, who wouldn't want a house that you could live in for a longer period of time and have cross-generations from grandkids to grandparents being able to cohabitate to visit that house and to have more independence? It's also a safety factor, and it really is not that much more costly for a builder to do it from the beginning. For example, a builder that wants to use 36-inch wide doors instead of some 32-inch doors, the cost for a door to have a 36-inch versus a 32 is not that significantly much more. And the value, of course, is tremendous to be able to get into a bathroom or not to be able to get into a bathroom. The value is there. Are most manufacturers of things like door frames and or uh, countertop heights or some of these other variables, are most of the major manufacturers designing for the universal spec? There are many manufacturers that have products that are very appropriate. As we look at doors, they've come in many sizes for years. It's just a matter of deciding what frame and what door size width you're going to be putting in. So those are simple things. In terms of appliances, we're starting to see some special designed appliances. Um, Some are in short supply and some are not. And one, for example, that's in very short supply is I find it easier for a a person in a wheelchair to have an oven that has the hinge that's on the side of the oven door instead of Mm -hmm. on the bottom of the oven door. And I can only find one manufacturer that we are using in our home, Gagano, that had that side hinged oven. So I'd like to, you know, put a plea out there for the oven manufacturers to offer more variety and more manufacturers. What are some of the best manufacturers out there that are producing products for the universal spec? Well, I'm very impressed with Kohler. Kohler is a very um, aggressive leader in the plumbing fixture department. We have selected them for the entire house. They have some shower units that are universal design, those prefab units with the handheld shower unit, the built-in seats, the no-threshold shower so a person could wheel right in, have a seat, and reach that shower and be able to independently shower. So I like a lot of the Kohler pieces. They also have the coolest pro sink. Um, It's a cooktop and a sink combined. It's a round unit that you can install in your kitchen and actually use it as a vessel to cook in as well as as a sink, and I think that's a wonderful design product. Hayfala is a hardware company that has some products that you install in your upper cabinets. If any of you have ever suffered where you can't reach things in your upper wall cabinets because they're too tall, Hayfala has a product, a hardware that you install on those shelves, and it allows you then to bring those shelves down to your level with a piece of hardware on an articulating arm. I think that's a wonderful piece. Interesting. What are some of the um, challenges you think in uh, the, the overall 
um, design, particularly of of of, uh, of kitchens. I want to go back to kitchens because food is seemingly the lifeline for existence, right? Um, and kitchens just plain typically have a lot of things in them. Um, in, in the universal design solution, are things sort of uh, turned upside down in the sense that cabinets all come down, more space is required to move out. How do you organize it from, a, from an architectural perspective to have access to everything? That is exactly right. You do need some additional space to allow a five-foot turning um, diameter for someone in a wheelchair. So as you're looking at the planning, you've got to draw in five-foot circles throughout that floor plan to understand that need for a wheelchair. You also need to bring some of the counter space down in some parts of the kitchen. That doesn't mean bringing it all down. It means having some counter space at 30 inches above the floor, which is more like a desk or more like a table. And in our situation, we decided to put the center island in with part of the center island at 30 inches and another part at a higher level for accommodating all types of people in terms of heights and needs in that kitchen. Hmm. So you can you can bring counter heights down and you can bring them up and you can just have variability in that kitchen space. We found that the center island was a wonderful solution so we could put the oven and the uh, microwave side by side at that counter height rather than above a cooktop where I could not reach it. Hmm. What about a refrigerator? Did, were you able to find any refrigerators that were more uh, more horizontal in format and less vertical in format? Well, it's not so much the vertical horizontal. It's more the configuration of the doors and the ease in which you can access things in the back of the refrigerator or the back mm-hmm. of the freezer and equally right. get things out of both compartments. I did a lot of research here, Brian. I, Byron, I went to a lot of appliance centers and a lot of home shows, and we found the... Um, the KitchenAid product was one that we were really attracted to. and We liked the side-by-side refrigerator-freezer. That seems to have a good configuration if the doors swing all the way back to give me access. They also had one where the shelves actually fully extended, so anything in the back of that refrigerator, I could actually pull that shelf out and get that item, where in the past those items in the back of our refrigerator were inaccessible to me. Mm-hmm. Having that side-by-side configuration gave me the access to the freezer, where mm-hmm. a freezer that was on the top with the refrigeration mm-hmm. on the bottom prohibited me from getting anything out of that freezer. Mm-hmm. As a general rule throughout the house, and I was thinking of particularly other rooms, is it are you more inclined to build in functionality, or are you inclined more to find furniture, uh, you know, to 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 accommodate your needs? There's a combination of built-ins in terms of appliances and in terms of counters and storage space. Uh, we have done a lot with that. But then we've left some things so that they can swing out of the way. So, for example, I need some knee space under the cooktop and under the sink. And we decided not to build in the typical storage space but to leave that open and then to have a piece of furniture, which is a cart on four wheels that can move around the kitchen and be available to me to help move products around or help serve products from the kitchen into the uh, dining area or out into the patio. Hmm. 
Well, when tell us a little bit about the, the the final stages of the project here. How are things coming along? When are you? You've had quite a bit of snow, I think, in your area, as I recall. Uh, how are things progressing along? Well, they're right on schedule. We have a May first anticipated start date. We are meeting the architect to uh, release the final plans to go to bid um, in two weeks. And we have 89 sponsors. These are corporate sponsors, international, national, as well as local here in Columbus that are partnering with us to help us with their products and their services to help this house become a reality. So we're right on schedule. We expect the house will take a full year in that we will have tours of the, the building design architect community watching this house as it goes up. And a lot of media and press will be coming out for pictures, I'm sure. It's remarkable how, well, first of all, the fact that my team found you here is remarkable in itself, but I know there have been a number of articles written about the project uh, by yourself, um, you know, in in, uh, National Building News, Columbia Monthly Magazine. I mean, the list is uh, incredible here. I'm looking it over, and this is all available on the site. What what are some of your secrets secrets of of marketing this project? Because you've really driven the train here, from what I can understand. Um, I don't think you've worked with outside PR firms or, or other people. Um, you've done a lot of writing yourself, but wh- what do you attribute this this uh, this this passionate drive and, and successful PR effort that you have going here? We have a team, a wonderful team of sponsors with their PR engines running. We also have some PR agencies that are partnering with us mm-hmm. as sponsors. Um, mm-hmm. I am just dedicated to this project and just driving this constantly, writing articles, interviewing and uh, putting my thinking cap on that I've got to get the word out is not a secret, and we are passionate about this project to get with the media and press, partner with people to have this educational mission go forward. Well, how can any listeners uh, tap into your momentum, and uh, what what needs do you have at this point uh, to help you bring this all together? We're we're still soliciting for sponsors. We're not done. There's still a lot of products and services. So anyone with ideas on good products and services that meet the mission, they have to be green, they have to uh, work with universal design, and they have to work with a health home concept. Uh, You can contact me through my website. It's just rosemarie at udll.com. You may know the house not only is universal design, but it will be certified as a lead home, a green home with the U.S. Green Building Council. It will also be registered as a health home with the American Lung Association. So we have a lot of stringent criteria that we have um, set our goals on when we select products and services. They've got to match all of the mission of the project in green, universal, and healthy and safe. Tell us a little bit about the green initiatives, and then then we'll we'll need to chime out because we've we, we've got our time constraints. But um, tell us about your green initiatives and and how you are making the house as green as green can be. We are a green home in that we are using passive solar energy. We have a clear story on top to take advantage of the sun in the winter to heat the home as well as the sun in the summer for lighting purposes. We're putting six-foot overhangs on the home. We have a lot of skylights and uh, glass block in the home. 
We have positioned the home with a southern exposure and putting a lot of glass with Marvin windows with some high-efficiency windows with the argon gas and the low-E windows with the coating on it. We're being very conservative with energy in terms of the structure itself, using a SIPS panel, a structured insulated panel, instead of a stick frame. So that structured insulated panel will uh, come from pacemaker with styrofoam built into it with a very high R value. So it's not your typical stick build with your concrete block. We're using a, a, a different system for the foundation, superior walls, which is a precast concrete insulated wall panel with styrofoam. Hmm. So lots of efficiency and sustainability. How did you research all the products, or were they brought to you by various architects and other people that have, that have come together to help you with the project? We have gone to the International Builders Show from National Association of Home Builders on two consecutive years, and that has been probably the best use of our time to go through that million square feet of exhibits, seeing all of the products from the entire world on display at one solid weeks of convention and going and meeting with the specialists, meeting with the salespeople, and meeting with universal design um, experts that are recommending products to us. When is that show and where is that show? That show is in Orlando, and it's coming up in a few weeks. Hmm. You can go to the NAHB.org website. It's the International Builders Show, and I don't have the dates right in front of me, but I know it's coming in February. I know it's during Valentine's Day because NAHB is launching their new green certification program on Valentine's Day, so everyone's going to be wearing green on Valentine's Day. <laughs> a brand new program that NAHB is bringing out, so it's during the week of Valentine's Day in Orlando, Florida. Do you, have an adv- do you have any advice for people uh, trying to convert their existing home into a green home? Well, that's a, a big question in terms of how to make it energy efficient, how to look at the insulation, changing windows, changing doors, looking at the efficiency of the furnace. There are so many pieces and parts to understanding how to make this house more um, high performance in terms of the use of energy, the use of water, the use of materials. So changing out toilets, for example, changing out the washing machine, those make significant differences in the use of your water, as well as recycling water. We're trying to get the water from the roof and put it into a cistern to water the landscape with. So there's a lot of things you can do as simple as changing your light bulbs to using more energy-efficient and longer-lasting LED or compact fluorescent light bulbs. I mean, that's the simplest thing you can do. Hmm. Well, we've learned a lot in this in this short time with you, and it, it feels like I've gotten about 10 years' worth of education in, in the 25 minutes we've been on the show here. So um, all this exciting. We wish you the best of luck with, with your project. And um, once again, just uh, tell people, how they can get a hold of you. So if you have, if they have any follow-up questions or want to learn more from you, they can chime in and let you know. I certainly encourage all of you to go to our website at udll.com. That stands for Universal Design Living Laboratory. You can subscribe free to get updates about this house by email. My email is rosemarie at udll.com. 
Well, Rosemary, Rosemary, pleasure having you on the show today. Um, thanks very much, and um, uh, we look forward to a follow-up, perhaps, to see how things are going um, as, as things progress. Well, thank you, Byron. I appreciate this opportunity. Great, and likewise, we appreciate you being here. Until next week, everyone, we hope your life's a little bit better, smarter, faster, and wiser. And again, we'll check in with you next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening into the show. 